Welcome to the AFW College Podcast. We're back bringing you more encouraging content to help you thrive in your relationship with Jesus during your college years. My name is Jordan Ramirez. We're bringing you guys an incredible student testimony from one of our very own brothers here in our ministry. I'm sitting across from the one and only Ryan Kirshner, a math whiz, a strong leader, a, a Christian rap protege, as some might say, uh, but most of all, just a student who's just absolutely sold out for the Lord. Um, just obvious as you get to know him, as you sit across from him, uh, he's have, he has this passionate friendship with Jesus, uh, and he just lives it out um, just through all, all his relationships, all his work, everything he does. Uh, and so we are so excited to have him on. Um, but Ryan, what, just before we get started, why don't you just tell us a little about yourself, who you are? Yeah, man, thank you for that introduction, Jordan. <laughs> I feel, feel unworthy. Um, yeah, I'm from... Uh, West Coast, Seattle, Washington. West Coast. Uh, West Coast, best coast. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I made it down here for college. I'm a junior, uh, educational studies in mathematics, double major. Um, but more than that, I am a child of God, and the Lord Amen. has changed my life in college. So praise Him for that. And, and that, that's why I'm here. Yes, that so. is that is what we're trying to capture, actually. Because, uh, man, for uh, for those of you who, who maybe are just getting to know Ryan, you're really seeing the final product of this awesome story that that God's taken him on um, and some of us who, who've been around a little longer uh, I remember a couple years ago hearing this story about Ryan yeah. uh, this this freshman guy who had this powerful encounter with God and is now wanting to to follow him and it's just on fire just just absolutely radical mm-hmm. um, and so that's what that's what we're really uh, trying to share we're trying to get this uh, on the record so that nobody can dispute this because mm-hmm. this is an incredible testimony um, so yeah around here uh, when we want to hear the story of someone's relationship with Jesus, we like to ask the question, how did Jesus become your treasure? More so than, hey, when did you first commit your life to Jesus? Or, um, you know, the, the just kind of your basic testimony. But but really, how did Jesus become your treasure? Not how did you meet him, but, but how did he become just the focal point of your life? How did he become like the most precious thing uh, to you in your life? Uh, and so that is the question that we are posing to Ryan here, um, and it's going to just take us on on this amazing story that God's taken him on yeah. through his entire life. So Ryan, why don't you uh, just get us started, man? How did, how did Jesus become your treasure? Yeah, it's a bit of a long story. Yeah, um, understandably. But, uh, yeah, so we'll just uh, <laughs> got to set the set the groundwork a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and, set the scene, man. Um, yeah. So for some context, I did not grow up in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. Um, was kind of raised with an awareness of God and the Christian faith, and um, knew that Jesus was born on Christmas, rose on Easter, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, the not much more. Yeah, mm-hmm. the basics. Um, I hadn't really heard the gospel until I went to Young Life Camp um, summer after my freshman year of high school, yeah. um, and I met Jesus there. It was the first time I heard the gospel from front to back and everything yeah. that he had done, mm-hmm. um, his ministry and his, his life, death, resurrection, um, and all that. Um, yeah, so I gave my life to Christ that summer. Um, wow. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, high school was tough. Um, I was one of the only, one of two guys um, from my high school that went to that camp okay. um, and we did not have a leader from my school that went with us. Mm-hmm. So I kind of went back alone. Um, the other other guy there did not give his life to Christ there. Um, and gotcha. so it was kind of just me. Um, just it was yeah. really just me. And this kind of led to just having no model of discipleship, no one mentoring me, no one walking me through what it looks like to be a new believer, mm-hmm. process of growth there. And 
man, I really just kind of had to, <laughs> felt like I had to assume things myself. Like, I knew that you had to read the Bible because that's what, quote, Christians do, you know? Right, yeah, and, yeah. Um, but it felt like a chore to me. I never really experienced the fullness of life that is in those scriptures and was really reading just here and there sparingly would find some cool verses out of context that I thought were great. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I never Throw really... those in your bio and you're all Exactly, set. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so that was kind of what my sophomore year of high school looked like. Um, my junior year, ended up kind of having a leader come under me. There was a group of guys older than me that was kind of a solid eight to ten of them that okay. were a Young Life group um, led cool. by one of our football coaches and teachers who was also a Young Life leader. Um, and he kind of ushered me into that group a little bit and got to just see a little bit more of what it looked like to be in Christian community. Man, this this leader is a big factor in why I want to be a teacher in the future um, okay. and a coach and yeah. because of what he did. But but still, it, it didn't do um, didn't do enough for me, and I think that was because of where I was coming in from. I was trying to pretend like I had it all together, pretend like I knew what I was doing, and I, I really didn't and yeah. um, didn't allow – that leader to step into that hardship with me, um, didn't allow him to help me grow. Um, right. and really just kind of put on a front. Like I was, um, like I was a Christian living in, in an area that was essentially kind of beaten up on me spiritually. Um, not, not physically, but spiritually. <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, cause it was, it was tough to, tough to be there and lonely to be there, um, yeah. in my high school. So yeah, I don't think I realized until later how the relationship with, with that leader was so significant and how I could have used that um, until I really found the fruit and discipleship here in college. But mm. that's, we'll hold that point till later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the reality is that my faith for the next two years of high school was really unstable. Uh, I had a bunch of questions that I really was unwilling to humble myself and ask mm. and get answered. Um, yeah. And there's a parable in Matthew 7 about the houses built on the rock and the sand. And mm-hmm. the one built on the rock sustains against the storm. And the one built on the sand crumbles. I yep. would have called my my faith a house built upon sand. And, mm. um, man, it says that the storms come and the house crumbles. Yep. Um, and that's what happened my senior year of high school. I had a close friend of mine um, take his own life. And wow. it kind of spiraled me into a time of questioning God further and deeper. Mm. And the questions became bigger. And I was, I was lost. I was angry. I was hurt. And I really didn't let myself heal in that spot and didn't let myself, didn't really seek the Lord in that time. And mm. instead just kind of like kept him at an arm's distance being like, I don't know if you're as good as you say you are really. And was, yeah. wasn't willing to, to say that again, wasn't willing to ask those questions to those trusted adults around me. And so these holes in my heart, I began to really fill with, with other things in this world um, and try, to try and heal that pain. Man. And did this kind of unknowingly, but looking back on it, like that's very much what was happening and parties and alcohol and girls and mm-hmm. all that stuff for the next eight months, kind of prodigal son season really um and was was running from god because i didn't i didn't trust his goodness um and his love and that he was who he said he was so that was where i was coming into college yeah questioning god i didn't know if he really even existed it was a a time where i was questioning my identity and who i was i felt lost so entering tcu that's where i was yeah man i I like that because there's a way that you can you know hear the gospel and agree with it and not really be ready to take the steps to like make this like you're saying yeah. the foundation of my life yeah right you you can hear it and say like wow that that sounds right and i do need that yeah but then there's steps after that we take to say okay this is 
not something I'm adding to my life, but this is something mm-hmm. I'm going to build my life on. Yeah. So, exactly. so you come into college, right? Pretty disappointed by the whole Christian thing that mm-hmm. you'd encountered early mm-hmm. in high school, really ready to reject it because, because of tragedy, ready to forget about yeah. it. So what, what were your intentions then as you, as you come into college? Like what, what kind of life were you expecting you would be living in college or what were you intending uh, your life to look like in college? Yeah. Um, the reality is of that question is like, I don't know the answer to that. Even mm. looking back, I was riding a fence a little bit. I felt like I knew that I wanted life from Jesus because I felt like mm. I had experienced life without him um, and it wasn't yeah. satisfying. And I knew that coming in, um, mm. but I hadn't experienced life with him to know that he was worth my everything. Mm. So coming in, I was going through like fraternity rush and telling people that, man, I wanted to find Christian community. I want to get plugged into a church, maybe a ministry like young yeah. life or something like that. Uh-huh. And cause I'd grown up doing that. Right. And, but every weekend was fraternity party, fraternity party, mm-hmm. fraternity party. I was okay with that for a bit. Actually, I think I was okay with that up until Jesus met me in my pain, mm-hmm. which I'll share about here shortly. Yeah. But I think the way that you could mark or, explain my what my intentions were for college is like I intended it to be a time of like figuring out who I wanted like who I wanted to be as an adult Uh which meant that I was exploring every avenue right um so really I was like felt like the Lord had let me down so I'm gonna go look for look for what he promised Mm -hmm. and everything else yeah and that was what I expected college to be like and ultimately by the time I I was hoping by the time I graduated I'd have my life figured out get a job pays well Right. Hopefully meet a girl, get married. I don't know. Stuff yeah, like yeah. that, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and that was, that was what my hope was. Uh-huh. And, um, and lo and behold, it doesn't satisfy and doesn't yeah. sustain. So yeah, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But, but you come in looking, okay. And you're, yeah. you're open to these different things. Right. Um, so tell us what, what happens next when in that condition of your heart, what is the, what is the encounter that you alluded to earlier? Yeah. Yeah. So there's something called the Exodus retreat at Mm -hmm. TCU. Essentially it's a retreat for freshmen and first years that gets them exposed to the local churches in the area. Mm -hmm. Basically it helped them find, find their spot. Um, it's really cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's actually coming up this week. So Mm -hmm. praise the Lord for that. But yeah, my sister changed her life. So she said to me, um, my sister was two years older than me also at TCU. Mm -hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know that. And, um, yeah, she somehow convinced me to sign up. It was <laughs> m- probably more than I think looking back, like I would have been willing to pay for at the time, but somehow, man, like I was convinced. And it was one of those things where it's like, this is the only time I will get to go on this retreat. There was a mixer happening with my fraternity <laughs> at the time. And it was like, I can go on this retreat once. I can go to the mixer every other year. Ah. Um, so I was like, the decision seems plain to me. I'm going to yeah. just give it a shot. And it's funny what happens when you just like, when you say yes, there's a little yes in your heart um, totally. to go to one of those uh-huh. things, like what the Lord does. So man, I found myself there and one of the pastors was speaking about the cross one of those nights and just the like reality of it and what Jesus did and the weight mm-hmm. of how, like how important that is and how life-changing that is. And I was sitting there listening and my mind went straight to kind of what happened to my friend, Mm. wondering where he was, and then straight to like, what happened in my life after that point? Like what, where, where was I? What did I, what have I done really? Mm -hmm. And who have I become? Mm -hmm. And man, I was scanning through those memories and 
the weight of conviction just, just came upon me, um, in that time. And wow. I didn't really know what to do with it. I'd never really felt like that heavy conviction yeah. in a way, but the Lord was kind enough to kind of lead me through that. And, mm-hmm. um, we moved into a time of worship and in the midst of that, like brokenness and hopelessness that I was feeling, man, mm. I remember looking up to God and just being like, Lord, what have I done? Yeah. Why have I screwed up so bad? I, yeah. I, need, I need help. Mm. Um, and just in the midst of that brokenness, just a little bit, a little cry, man. He, the Holy Spirit met me so powerfully. Um, oh, and I saw, I saw in my mind's eye just like a vision of a hand reaching down towards me and pulling me through like this curtain of clouds into a white room where Jesus was sitting with my best friend who had taken his life. Wow. Um, and my friend spoke to me and he said, hey, Ryan, everything's going to be okay. Um, <laughs> and man, just those words, it was so personal. And yeah. everything in my heart broke off in that moment, and I was just undone in the presence of God. Um, man. And man, he changed a lot in me that night, which he's so able to do and sometimes yeah. <laughs> sometimes does. That, like, he, man, he broke off addictions and habits, desires for sinful living that I was... Um, that I was just chasing after and he replaced those um, with him and it was it was amazing it was like for the first time I had seen him seen him rightly and experienced him mm-hmm. yeah after that moment my sister came up to me and prayed for me um, turns out she had been praying for me for the past eight months <laughs> and had a whole army of people praying wow. for me um, which man amazing. like t- testimony to the power of prayer yeah, like absolutely and it's not something I realized until about a year later, but it's, it's incredible to look at my life and be like, wow, I'm the product of many people's prayers. Yeah. And I praise God for that and for them in mm-hmm. that. And, um, yeah, so my sister prayed for me. Um, don't remember what she said. I was weeping, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the reality is like Jesus that night helped me see the cross more clearly than I saw three years ago at young life camp wow. and saw what he did and saw that it was a free gift and he traded, man, he, he offered a space for me to, to hand over all of my brokenness for, mm-hmm. for his grace, um, my hopelessness, for his hope, you know, my, my pain and my mourning for, for his joy. And, man, like in that moment, I, I finally realized like something clicked in me. I was like, God is love. God is good. Wow. And everything I'd like felt before that, all those lies, like they weren't true anymore. Yeah. And, and I, I know that like those things had to like bow before the Lord that night and, and have had to bow since then in my life because of, because I've seen that I've tasted, I've seen, and that experience, man, of just his presence is it's addicting in its own, in its own <laughs> way. And, and I want more of it every day. Yeah. Um, so in that way, like, man, my, my life has been forever changed Dang. since that night. And yeah, I want to say real quick before we move on, like, yeah, God's moved in massive, powerful ways like that in many people's lives, like mm. with one night changing everything. But a lot of times that's not the way it goes. Yeah. And I'm right. really thankful that it was because I needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but oftentimes with, with people of faith, like he'll build your faith. I, mean, I think there's a verse in like Romans. It says like suffering creates perseverance, perseverance, character, mm-hmm. character, hope. And like, it's that suffering and perseverance through like choosing God in that, um, that often is like way more powerful than a one mini encounter. Yeah. So for any listeners that like may be discouraged and maybe hearing this story and be like, man, I want God to move in that way. Um, I believe that he will move in your life, but it may not be in that way. Yeah. And it may be in a way more powerful way. Um, yeah. choosing him consistently. Yeah. Um, and choosing to believe what he says is true 
And yeah. like, that's what creates faith mm-hmm. um, more than anything. So, yeah. That's so good. Right? Bit, no, no. Hey, 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 go off, man. <laughs> uh, no. And I, yeah, there's so many, there's so many encouragements right there. And there's so much like there's hope for, for your loved ones in the place of prayer. Right. So it's like, Hey, don't, don't give up on those who you, who you want to see come to know Jesus, who that, who you want to see come get life from him. Just keep praying, keep praying, keep pushing mm-hmm. through. But also yeah. for you personally, like you're saying, the people who are hungry for, for those encounters or, who have, you know, agreed with the gospel, but have not yet really like felt its goodness, felt God's Mm -hmm. goodness. You see in you just like, I'm just going to take the step. I'm just going to say yes to this one thing. And if God wants to take that yes and bless me with, with an encounter with a little bit of his presence, um, then he will. And it's, Mm -hmm. and and there's a chance there for your life to be changed for your, for brokenness to be healed. Right. For, Mm -hmm. for hope to be restored in your own heart, just by one little step to a weekend retreat or something like that, you know? So, so cool. Um, and so for you in high school, you go from agreement, but not really having, um, the life change or like the really, Mm -hmm. um, the the building your life on the rock kind yeah. of process but now this new encounter you feel god's goodness and i know you you start going on this process of uprooting your life and really planning it replanting yeah. it uh on god's rock uh so what does that look like what's the next couple of years of you learning how to build your life on on jesus on the gospel what does that look like yeah man by the by the grace of god i had seen kind of what had failed me in the past and had known kind of what needed to be different. So that helped a whole lot um, and allowed me to step into that, I think, immediately. I also had my sister to kind of guide me along that, which was huge. Yeah, Um, definitely. So, man, like, though the things in my heart changed instantly, there were a lot of things that, like, needed to go, right? And Mm -hmm. so behavior modification kind of was, like, the first step of, like, me analyzing my my lifestyle and figuring out, like, what stays, what goes. Like, what is the Lord... What does the Lord call me to, and yeah. what is He not? What is right. He calling me away from? And like, I'm gonna trust Him in that. Mm-hmm. Like, even with that, like my relationship, like that, that speaks no nothing to like my relationship with Jesus. That's just like changing mm-hmm. my actions. Um, right. So there was an intimacy there that needed to be kindled in a way um, mm-hmm. of like knowing and loving Him and encountering Him. Um, I also had no one that was really walking with me and mm-hmm. helping me grow. Um, so man, like without those things. I knew that like it was going to be really hard and mm-hmm. I wasn't really going, going to the places I wanted to go with the Lord. Yeah. Um, so I, I needed that. Um, and I think this is speaks to just like the power of what the Lord did that night. And like, I was willing to just jump in head first immediately because things changed in me, man. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I dove in head first and just started and sometimes that's the best way to go is you just you just start yeah um totally so i began spending time with god in the morning um before classes reading his word um didn't really know what this would look like kind of felt like again like it was just me reading my bible um but knew i had encountered god and knew that i could encounter god and i did and over time like his intimacy grew that time looked different became longer and became something that like i need yeah at the start of every day Mm -hmm. um I also began um, being discipled by a man named Ben Prock. Shout out, Ben, <laughs> if you're listening to this. I miss you, man. Yeah. Um, he was on the podcast. Yeah, he was. A few months ago. He go, was. Go back and listen to that, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a great story, man. Great testimony from Absolutely. his life. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I 
I felt it just kind of like a connection with Ben immediately. He, we got lunch at the blue when I was still broken and yeah. running away from the Lord. <laughs> um, but just like felt like he was all like me and as I came to understand like he is. So thank you, Lord. Um, but <laughs> I, I had a ton of questions and I was like, I'm going to start asking these questions now because I knew that not asking them was not good for me. Yeah. So, man, I jumped in. I was like, Ben, what happened that night? at Exodus. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you my story and I need you to tell me what the heck happened. And he's yeah. like, Oh, that's the Holy spirit. I was like, well, yeah, well like who's the Holy spirit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he started walking me through that. Um, mm-hmm. and man, like more than anything in college, like no one who the Holy spirit is. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Jesus said it was like better for him to go. So the Holy spirit would come and dwell in us. Yeah. And like, I can't have a relationship with God without the Holy Spirit. And like, I can't encounter him in those morning times day to day Mm -hmm. without the Holy Spirit. So that man, that learning about the Holy Spirit um, and having Ben walk me through that and spiritual gifts and learning to live in fellowship in that way Mm -hmm. and hear the voice of God and just all that stuff. I could go on and on, man. It's, it's changed my life and it's, it allowed me to begin to build the house upon the rock Mm. um, and to, to, receive that truth that's in scripture um, allow it to change my heart and allow me to see god rightly and all that stuff so yeah, and it's good. been it's been amazing um <laughs> and then yeah i mean the other thing is like began to go to life group consistently um it was kind of tough first semester even in, after that encounter because i was having like pledge education stuff still and going through all that yeah. first semester busyness that freshmen go through right um mm-hmm. but um i knew that like choosing life group was important to me and mm-hmm. was, was going to be important in, uh, growing with the Lord. So, uh, this may sound kind of like a traditional, you know, let me preach at you everything the Antioch stands for, <laughs> um, but like the reality is the other churches in the area do something similar yeah, too. And, absolutely. um, and it works mm-hmm. and that's why people do it. Yeah. So, um, and just choosing, Choosing to say yes to that stuff is, yeah. is life changing and it's changed my life. So, Yeah, I think overall, like there are other moments that have like impacted my faith significantly, mission trips, Mm -hmm. spring break mission trip in Dubai this last summer and working at Christian summer camp. And I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's happened the past two years where I could say that like the Lord moved in a powerful way there. Mm -hmm. Um, But the reality is like the reason he moved in a powerful way there too is because I was walking in fellowship with him in the day to day. And that doesn't change at its root doesn't change when you come back to college and when you come back home. So, Mm -hmm. so if I had to like summarize kind of like where, where that happens and like why, why I've become the man I am today, Mm -hmm. um, where, like where, what's the environment been that the Lord has moved in powerful ways to change me. Mm -hmm. It would be kind of those three things I just hit on, like that personal intimate time with Jesus every day in his word, worshiping prayer, um, learning to do other disciplines. I mean, mm-hmm. fasting. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Um, yeah. Amen. <laughs> but yeah. And, and learning to memorize scripture and stuff like that. Like in that place, like that's where the intimacy and the relationship with Jesus is rooted and yeah. everything overflows from there. If you don't have that, like discipleship is, is really hard because you got somebody telling you like what's your life with jesus like and then you say like i don't know because you don't have that place or life groups like maybe encounter jesus at a life group because essentially that's what they're doing worshiping praying reading the word Mm -hmm. as a group but like that's once a week um and man like come to learn that man i need that every day Mm -hmm. i really need that every second of every day but unfortunately i have a life to live too that i can't just like send the presence of god for the rest of my life right yeah you know david said you know like to to 
one thing I ask is I seek mm-hmm. to dwell in your courts, right? And right. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I understand that on a, on a new level, but obviously, you know, you got to go yeah. to be a student. So, <laughs> yeah. but you no, know, just time with them every day is so important. And, yeah. um, yeah, it starts from there. So and it's all that stuff. And like, you know, you even talk about, you talked about the behavior modification that had to take place, which is like, there's a negative stuff that has to go. And then there's, yeah. um, kind of this thing, these, you know, the time with God, the, like you mentioned, scripture memory and stuff like that, that kind of gets the rap of being like kind of legalistic kind hmm. of like rules based kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but as it all comes down to it, it's like, uh, with sin stuff, like, am I, am I going to continue to do things that are going to hinder my relationship with God? If mm-hmm. I know that hmm. like God is the the treasure of my life, you yeah. know, like it's, good. Uh, it's, it's a whole lot more natural than that. And then, you know, all the works, I'm like, if there's tools that I can use to, to know God more, to, um, to love him more, to have a more intimate, like friendship with the Holy spirit, like you're talking about, um, wouldn't I do those things? Yeah. So it, it's a whole lot more natural and that, but we don't, we never preach those things, right? We never right. like, we never, our goal is never to get you to do the, the rituals or whatever. Right. Our goal is for you to, to know who Jesus is, how good he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and it's really just the natural flow as we desire to develop in our relationship with him to then do those things. Just as we wrap up, Ryan, I really want to just get you know, get, get your uh, thoughts on this and your experience. I just want to know, like, how, how has coming to know just the life of Jesus, how, how has that changed your perspective mm-hmm. on, like, what your college experience is now? You know, what's it like um, walking around campus? What are, what are the thoughts going in your head? Or yeah, you're an upperclassman now as you look forward to, like, what uh, your next steps are, career paths, stuff like that. What's it, mm. how has, uh, Jesus kind of, kind of changed those things or, yeah. 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 I think at the heart of just walking around on campus and like living my life and going through my day to day, um, the truth is that like I was lost and now I'm found. Yeah. And in that place, there is a new confidence on like who God says I am and mm. my, own perspective of who I am, like, and coming under that of like who God says I am and learning to align with that truth in my mm-hmm. identity, like, um, <laughs> bad grades don't, don't have power over me anymore, you know, yeah, like stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I feel like I can go through school, um, not as anxious and stressed and just realizing that like the significance, obviously education is important and mm-hmm. it's putting me on a path that like lord has for me in the future correct um and yeah i don't want to undermine that but Mm -hmm. to an extent like the stresses of this day don't have the same hold on me as they did then and it's it's a battle every day to like wake up and not choose to be anxious about all the schoolwork i have um absolutely but um i think that at its heart is has changed my college experience and i just i can't imagine what what it would be like going through 17 hours of course load this mm-hmm. semester with, without the Lord um, yeah. and without the Lord at the heart of it. Um, but yeah, in terms of like future stuff and um, what, what he did to like set me on the path that I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, I came into school just as a math major um, and then real, like really kind of trusting the vagueness of that major, um, to like be able to do whatever I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, and the Lord really convicted me that convicted me of that. 
early on in my freshman year of like, I would call you to a purpose mm. and like, yeah. and it's specific tailor made to you. Um, so I kind of went soul searching for that. Mm. Um, and went through like the career center and took all their tests and they're like, <laughs> you need to go engineering. And I'm like, no, that scares me. I'm following the piece. <laughs> um, so I, yeah. And now, um, and honestly, like going back to one my mentor and one of the young life leaders in my mm-hmm. area, football coach and stuff like, um, there were things that he demonstrated and, and just kind of trying to come under me, even though like I didn't really fully let him, but like the ways that he lived his life, um, showed me that like, that is something that I want to do for a younger generation. And, yeah. um, that's why I'm an education major now. I, <laughs> to be honest, I'm also in a season of like figuring out if I want to do that. Mm. Um, but the Lord took that, like coming into school of, just being like, I know I'm good at math and I know I can do something with it to being mm-hmm. like, this is what my heart burns for. My heart burns to like impact and equip younger men. Wow. And, uh, I want to do that with my life. And I believe that the Lord calls me to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think teaching is just one Avenue. So I'm trying to figure yeah. out like where exactly where he's going with that. Um, but, um, man, life is just more purposeful and I trust that like everything that I do with that is like eternally significant, and yeah, I mean, my life has meaning and that is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And yeah. I have nothing else to say to that. So, and it's, it's so hard to find anywhere else, you know what I mean? Like, especially in your, your grinding away at classes and homework that just piles up higher and higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, if it's for the future paycheck, it's not always feeling all that worth it, you know, but if it's for the life that, that Jesus has given me multiplying that into to the life of someone else. I mean, that that's purpose, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. Man, Ryan, thank you just for uh, just being vulnerable here and for mm-hmm. sharing just all that Jesus has done for you, laying out just such a great model for, like, the the other young students that, that you know, they know Jesus is after their heart mm-hmm. and they uh, yeah. just need to take steps and, and try it out and see what it's like. Um, such an encouragement man uh for all of us and mm-hmm. and we want to keep offering these encouragements here uh on the podcast and uh so that's why we're going to be continuing to bring you guys powerful testimonies like this from students because we want to record jesus's heart for all these different young ones that that he's drawn near to him so keep coming back keep looking out for these because uh, yeah. we're we're excited to put them out but that is all we have for this conversation uh tune in next time to the afw college podcast we'll see you then